we are live. I know. Because well, that well, way... Fuck off, Richard. <laughs> what is your problem? Richard's an asshole, that's Dude, all. Why do you have to ruin everything? <laughs> it's funny because he said he didn't do you know. Get, no, do you seriously, do you get to the end of, like, fucking your woman and you're, like, about to fucking make her come and then you're like, you're fucking horrible? <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> Because you ruin everything. He's laughing because it's true. Yeah, I know. I, I know. <laughs> I'm well aware. Oh, a woman more than adequately impressed with my performance. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, the jury's still out. I don't know. I, I haven't. Hey, I haven't. I haven't spoken to her, so I can't attest right. to it. You know, when you want to have me speak to, is her Kate? Her name? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want to have me speak to said woman, I'd be more than happy to. Uh, hey, it's, it's five years going, and I don't think I've ever let him talk to my woman. So. Yeah, but that's not fair, because Marsha's, like, sat in the background, like, when we've been getting ready for the show and spoken to us. So that's that's not entirely accurate. And I don't mm. think your wife hates us. Uh, no, no, she no, no, she doesn't. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not not at all, Chris. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't have any mixed feelings about these things that you say on the show. <laughs> she just doesn't listen anymore. She puts she puts headphones on in the other room and watches TV while we're on. She doesn't. She's not here tonight, but yeah, she doesn't. You know what? You know what sucks, place. Steve? When you realize you didn't fucking make your coffee right. Well, I made mine correctly. Oh God damn! Oh, that's bad. Mine oh. is delicious. Uh, so you are you ready to start the show, Steve? Yeah. You sure? Okay. I don't know if I'm ready, though, Steve. I don't know either. Oh, okay. This is the 40 and Slip, episode 31, area 51, harder to get into than Studio 54. (laughs) Welcome. (laughs) Yeah, that's right, Richard. Eat a dick. Yeah, I don't it was, know if it's hey, possible hey, to no, die from shitty titles, but you, I'm getting you, there. You were the one that came up with the idea of doing fucking Area 51 in UFOs, yeah, I, so it's all yeah. your fault. It, yeah, you can but blame yourself. Come on. Maybe I would have come up with a better title if you'd have come up with a better topic. Right. No. Just what about the last two weeks when I didn't come up with the topic and we had the horriblest titles ever? Horriblest? Is that a word? Listen, I thought I thought Skinwalker Ranch and other dressings was Uh, a great title. I thought so too. You know, and for the longest time, I'd given up on the freaking show titles. You know, fuck this. I'm not going to try to be as snarky and cute. Nobody gives a shit. 
It's the only good thing about the show now. That's right. That's a, that's all you get. You get that first like little bing, and the rest is dog shit, Richard. <laughs> well, so, I mean, I'll argue with that. Take it as you will, my friend. <laughs> but it's you know this one's on you. I'm actually pretty you know impressed with these new show titles. I like them. Don't, don't enable him. I'm not Just enabling don't. him. I'm encouraging him because. I guess that is enabling. Same thing. <laughs> I like them. Exactly the same thing. I'm not enabling them. I'm just enabling it. <laughs> I I kind of enjoy them. Okay. Okay. So Skinwalker Drans and other dressings. Fucking learn how to speak, you mushmouth idiot. I speak English. All right. I invented the language. All my people did. So <laughs> I'm glad you corrected yourself. You didn't invent shit. I might have. You have no idea. Might have access to a time machine. Shit <laughs> might have gone down. Uh, all right. You technically you are from the future, so that's I mean, right. I can't. I can't besmirch you that. It is June 25th where I am. If all is well here. No, There's going to be a civil war. Nothing's in five ended. <laughs> it's all about but, the uh, shit, though. I've just averted it by telling you. So, <laughs> cool. So, if he's from the future, that means he already knows how this show is. Why does he keep coming on? I don't he knows know. it's going to be shit, but he puts himself through it anyway. Because he likes a shit show. Okay. I'm a sadomasochist. Yeah. I guess the same could be said for us. And we're not from the future. We just know it's going to be that way. Yeah, we just know it's horrible. It's not horrible. It's it's humorous. I've been saying it for a long time, Steve. Informative. and It's semi-informative. Sometimes. It used yeah. to be. You think so? Uh, maybe it is now. I don't know. Let's find out. I think we've informed some people along the way. Sure. I mean... You know, it's, it's it's not perfect. No, but but you know we have taken strides to you know put the information out there as we've seen it and as it is presented. Mm -hmm. We have so. Huh. Interesting. Huh. Interesting what. Oh, my jeweler's loop still magnifies from the backside. Oh, that's wonderful. I'm glad that you're yes. uh, paying attention to things as they are on the show tonight. I am. Hmm. So, Richard, um, since you did all the uh, research for this said show about Area 51, you could uh, lead this bullshit off. Right on. So... In the middle of the... No, 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 no. I don't like your fucking fake enthusiasm <laughs> at this point. You put back on your morose bullshit self. <sighs> you told me to produce stuff, so I'm putting the effort in. All right? I don't, I don't, don't like your, I don't, don't like your fake enthusiasm. Don't fucking kill Listen, the goose that lays the golden I, egg. I know you. Right? I know you, British people, fucking hate yourselves. So. <laughs> Just live one more live, word live, out of you. Live the life one that you've been meant to live. And I will do it in proper English. <laughs> <laughs> that I doubt. 
but do go on, sir. Sir right. Richard. You did this last week as well. You kept knocking me off. Okay, so Barren Nevada Desert. There's mm-hmm. a dusty, unmarked road that leads to the front gate of a large military base. Ooh, let me get some popcorn. Ugh. It's protected by little more than a chain-link fence, a boom gate, and intimidating trespassing signs. One would think that America's much mythicized top-secret military base would be under closer guard, but make no mistake, they are watching. Dun-dun-dun! So, uh, what exactly? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck was that? I this week or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, did, you, did you take fucking voiceover acting classes? I'm putting the effort in. Okay. Okay. I did a lot of research. I had two weeks. Are you? Are you? Are you like? Uh, you know, trying to interview for uh, reading some books on tape? No. That's not about doing that. I'm, I'm trying to give our fans something, you know, more than the usual calling Steve a bastard routine. Trying mm-hmm. to give them a bit of myth a he bit is, of adventure he is a bastard <laughs> though i, I am <laughs> beyond the gate cameras see every angle on the distant hilltop there's a white pickup truck with tinted windshield why do i have down. a feeling i should have a fucking command prompt and be putting in like go west <laughs> pick up stick I never thought I'd say this on the air, Chris, but fuck your moose. Seriously, at this point. You've got, you've got dysentery. <laughs> I feel like I'm playing Zork. Can I, can I carry on? Yeah, no, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So, what exactly goes on inside of Area 51 has led to decades Ain't of no problems. Wild- Right, seriously. Problem solved. <laughs> seriously, you know. Uh, uh, all right. Right, wild speculation. There are, of course, the alien conspiracies that galactic visitors are tucked away somewhere inside. One of the more colorful rumors insists that infamous 1947 Roswell crash was actually a Soviet aircraft piloted mm-hmm. by mutated midgets, and the wreckage remains on the ground <laughs> of Area 51. Jesus Some Christ. even believe that the U.S. government filmed the 1969 moon landing on one of the base's hangars. <laughs> he you, couldn't I, keep it up. I know there's more to the story, you, but he couldn't. Do you want to do a micro machines commercial next? <laughs> For all the myths and legends, what's true is that Area 51 is real and very active. There may or may not be aliens or a moon landing movie set inside those fences, but something is going on, and only a select few are privy <laughs> to what's happening further down that closely monitored windswept Nevada road. The forbidden aspect of Area 51 is what makes people want to know what's there, says aerospace historian and author Pete Merlin who's been researching Area 51 for more than three decades. Right. Good okay. for you. This, this guy's been researching Area 51 uh, for three decades, you said? Yeah, 30 more years. Than, more than three decades. Yeah. But he's never been inside the base, I'm guessing. No, I imagine he's pretty good at, like, deserts. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty... <laughs> he probably can identify every tumbleweed and... I don't know. What lives in a desert, jackalope? Really, really good at picking out lizard species. 
coaches. Because <laughs> you, you can't get in the place. I mean, that's the whole mystery. 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 Mystery about the place. Can you can use your words, son. Well, I was going to say mysterious, but that didn't make sense in that sentence. So, so I changed you cut it to yourself short. Stream. Yes. Uh, uh, the, whole, uh, the whole mystique. How's that? Is that better? Mystique. That's a big word. Sure. Is so, that you You don't know what goes sure. on. Sure. You know, that's kind of what they want. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly what they want. They don't want us to know the origins of the mystery. The beginning of Area 51 is directly related to the development of the U-2 reconnaissance aircraft. After World War II, the Soviet Union lowered the Iron Curtain around themselves and the rest of the Eastern Bloc, creating a near-intelligence blackout to the rest of the world. When the Soviets backed North Korea's invasion of South Korea in June 1950, it became increasingly clear that the Kremlin would aggressively expand its influence. America worried about the USSR's technology, intentions, and ability to launch a surprise attack. In the mm -hmm. early 1950s, U.S. Yeah, we just Navy... worry about the Twitter account. Yeah. Boy, how times have changed. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Go ahead, Richard. Yeah, don't, don't let us fucking hold you up, Bob. I, I suddenly feel Steve's pain reading the news. Do you? Known no. by its map designation as Area 51, this middle-of-nowhere site became a new top-secret military base. To convince workers to come, Kelly Johnson, one of the leading engineers of the U-2 project, gave it a more enticing name, Paradise Ranch. Mm. So you used your ranch dressing title too early. Paradise, that's what they called Area 51? Yeah, in the 50s. Come to Paradise Ranch. Watch but, us disembowel an alien. To be fair, if you were going to make a US top secret military base, you'd give it a really dumb name like that so people wouldn't come to it. Paradise, Paradise Ranch? Ranch? That sounds like a great place to go. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah, but if it's in the middle of the Nevada desert. So's yeah. fucking Las Vegas. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I forgot about Las Vegas. All right, you win that one. Right, son. Uh, he knows nothing about our country. Nothing. He's, he has no appreciation for the white man's culture. We take, we take places that are barren and, you know, empty and make them into something that isn't barren and empty. And then, <laughs> Much like my ex-wife. Yeah. People, <laughs> people then pay big money to go to these places. That's what we do. Because, you know, we're, you know, it's like a big dick contest and we're showing off that we can do this shit. That's all. Go ahead. So YouTube testing began in July 1955 and immediately reports came flooding in about unidentified flying object sightings. If you read the details in a 1992 <laughs> CIA report that was declassified with redactions in 1998, it's easy to see why. Many of these sightings were observed by commercial airline pilots who had never seen an aircraft fly at such altitude as the U-2, whereas today's airliners could soar as high as 45,000 feet. In the mid-1950s, airlines flew at altitudes between 10 and 20,000 feet. Known military aircraft could get to 40,000 feet, and some believe manned flight couldn't go any higher than that. The U-2 flying at altitudes of excess of 60,000 feet would have looked completely alien. Mm -hmm. And Steve, if it looks alien, 
It's gotta be. I'm waiting. There you go. Okay, I was waiting. Naturally. I, I couldn't commit, Steve. He couldn't commit to the bit. No, I couldn't commit. I had to give no. up. Is there any more, Richard, or is that it? No, there's a lot more. Oh. Oh, naturally, U.S. Air Force officials knew the majority of these unexplained sightings were U-2 tests, but they were not allowed to reveal these details to the public. So, natural phenomenon or high-altitude weather research became... Were they just, no like, testing out Bono and the Edge out in the middle of the desert? <laughs> I was waiting okay. for it. What came first, the plane or or the band? Or, or with or without you? Huh. The egg. Okay. Uh, the, jo the Joshua tree? What happened to you two? <laughs> you used to be such a good band. Oh, I thought you meant us two. Oh. Yeah, what, yeah, what happened to you two? <laughs> It no, seriously, it what the Either fuck way. happened? All right, uh, became go-to explanations for UFO sightings, including in 1960 when Gary Powers' U2 was shot down over Russia. Kenny What's so interesting? No, oh. Francis Gary Powers. Oh, oh. What's also interesting about the most recent 2013 reports is that it confirms Area 51's existence while the 1998 version doesn't have a significant redaction while referencing this name and location of the U2 test site. Mm. Good stuff. I'm glad we had you on this, Richard. Only you so, can bring the information. You know, when you read something from... And stop forest fires, by yeah, the way. When you read something from the internet, you're supposed to cite your source. Oh. Just saying. Just say. What is your source? Probably Wikipedia. No, actually, it's Popular Mechanics. Booch, Booch's Bigfoot Battle Battalion. <laughs> is that your source? <laughs> no, that is really well-written, incredibly insightful thing, so I thought I'd plagiarize the fuck out of it. Huh. You did a good job. Excellent. I'm proud of you. I plagiarize the news every week. You two operations halted in the late 1950s, but other oh, top secret. <laughs> I thought so too. But no, he keeps going. Oh, yeah. But Go other, uh, I told you there's loads more. But oh. other top secret military aircraft continued tests at Area 51. Over the years, the A 12 and numerous stealth aircrafts like the Bird of Prey. F-11-7A and Tactic Blue have all been developed and tested in the Nevada desert. More declassified documents reveal Area 51's role in Project Have Donut. This, this information is much like your sex life. Project A what? bunch of empty promises. Project what? Have a donut. And have no, a donut? No, have a donut. No way. Uh, and I yeah. always deliver on my sex promises. Thank you very much, Chris. All right. I <clears> promise <throat> them that it'll be a deeply underwhelming experience. <laughs> 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 I 
and, and so far, I, you've probably I been. I promise you'll regret every minute of the. <laughs> You, th- you thought t- you thought you were gonna have sex song. with like a, a a regal British man? Oh no, <laughs> that shit's not going down. <laughs> uh, <sighs> so yeah, Project Have Donut, which is apparently what the U.S. military calls projects, that explains a lot, actually. A 1970s attempt to study covertly obtained Soviet MiGs. And what Richard calls a gift after a night of anal sex. (laughs) They flew them over Area 51 and pitted our own fighters against them to develop tactics. They learned that you can't outturn it, but you can outrun it. And it's still going on today. Now, instead of seeing MiG-17s and 21s, there's MiG-29s and SU-27s. MiG is a well-put-together aircraft. Mm -hmm. A patch on the F-15, though. The flights are ongoing in September 2017. An Air Force lieutenant colonel was killed under mysterious circumstances when his plane crashed in Nevada and the Pentagon would not immediately ID the aircraft seems he was most likely flying a foreign jet obtained by the United States. Even so, the alien conspiracies gained ground in 1989 when Bob Lazar claimed uh, in an interview on Las Vegas local news that he'd seen aliens and had, had helped to reverse engineer alien spacecrafts while working at the base. Many have disregarded this as fiction and are even offended at the notion, including Pete Merlin, who has spent decades talking with former Area 51 engineers and employees angered by the fuss over ET. Some are even mad because they worked on these things and built these amazing planes, Merlin says. This is Earth technology. You've got folks claiming it's extraterrestrial when it's really good old American know-how. That's right. America! Fuck yeah! Today, Area 51 is still very much in use. According to Google Earth, new construction and expansions are continuously happening. On most early mornings, eagle-eyed visitors can spot strange lights in the sky moving up and down. No, it's not a UFO. It's actually the semi-secret contract commuter airline using the cool sign Janet that transports workers from Las Vegas McCarran Airport to the base. As for what's happening these days in America's most secretive military base, few know for sure. Merlin has some educated guesses, including improved stealth technology, advanced weapons, electronic warfare systems, and in particular, unmanned aerial vehicles. Chris Pocock, noted YouTube historian and author of several books about the matter, told Popular Mechanics he thinks the declassified aircraft, more exotic forms of radio communications, direct energy weapons, and lasers are currently in development on the base. While the law around Area 51 may be nothing more than imaginative fiction that won't stop people from gawking just because beyond those chain-link fences, at the most basic level, any time you have something secret or forbidden, it's human nature, says Merlin. You want to find out what it is. Ta-da! And all, and you know, I've I've just got one thing to say to that: two girls, one cup. Mm. Ew. <laughs> <laughs>
You're welcome. <sighs> Thank you for putting that image back in my head after all the years of therapy. <laughs> ah, so is that is that, is that all we got on Area 51? Yeah, that is the end of it. Ah, oh, It's funny that you have to go through therapy for years to, to get over something, and then somebody can just say something and like that, you're right back into it. That's right. I was exaggerating for comedic effect. So was I. Mine didn't come across funny, though. Neither did yours. No, it I rarely it does. Serious. Yeah. <sighs> Area 51. Mm. So there you are. Is it home to alien spacecraft, or is it just Earth shit? You guys Earth. chat about it. Earth, Earth shit. Earth shit. You know, planes and stuff. Boring. No, no. I'm, I'm saying it's Earth shit. Oh, yeah, it's definitely Earth shit. <laughs> I mean, I don't uh, think they're hiding anything out there. It was built. I mean, not they're hiding shit out there, but it's like technology that we made. And they're probably very excited that we blame it on Earth shit or on alien shit and Earth shit because that they can continue to do it. Oh, fuck yeah. You know, carry on as normal and, oh, it's an alien. It's a UFO. None of that shit. I mean, mean, let's face facts. If you or I were to honestly believe that this universe, as vast as it is, has no other intelligent life in it, we're fucking ignorant. Pretty much. Now, has that intelligent life visited this planet? I don't know. Probably not. And I don't know that there's enough evidence to support that it has. There's no evidence to support it. No real evidence. And there's no real evidence to support any of these stupid theories about Area 51 either. Very little video evidence even ever comes out of there. You know, even when they're, you know, people say, oh, we saw such and such in the sky, but it's just crap. Yeah. Crap. I mean, hey, like Bob Lazar I, make, make up a good story, but there's would no I, evidence. Would I love to have a great fucking alien story. Hell yeah. Why not? You know, I, I watch alien movies. I watch friggin' ancient aliens constantly. What happens when they interview a former employee of Area 51 or even a current employee? What do they do? They mask their face and their voice. So you could, it could be anybody from down the street that they're in. We don't know. Yeah, we have no idea. And, and they have no way to prove that they worked at Area 51 because I'm sure there's no, uh, I mean, I'm sure you have to have some sort of, credentials to get you don't think we're going to be able to call up the government and be like yeah did so-and-so work here so they're just going to be like oh yeah great employee and when these interviewers interview people they have to take their word for it you know that yeah i worked at area 51 and look at what happened with blob lazar he didn't go to the college he said he went to all that stuff i mean none of that stuff was true the current government might admit that chris Only on Twitter. Don't don't even get me started. It's a fucking joke. It's a sick fucking joke. But yeah, you are correct. We've got no way of knowing. I mean, if Pete Merlin has spent 30 years interviewing people from down the street, then dude needs to get a life. Well, people like Pete Merlin, and I don't know Pete Merlin, and I don't know of any of his work, but people like that put their, their all their eggs in one basket to prove a certain theory. Now, I don't know what his theory is. I think he's the one who's, isn't he skeptical about it or something? 
according to your story. Yeah, he's the one that thinks it's Earth shit. Right. So he's interviewed these people, and he may have interviewed the people that actually work there, but he probably has no way of proving that either because you just don't get proof of that stuff. And he's convinced that it's Earth shit, so that's good. But that was probably his agenda when he went in, too. Now, if somebody has the opposite agenda and wants to prove that it's alien shit, they're going to find people to interview that agree with that agenda. It's, and it's going to be a never-ending circle, and we'll never, get, we'll never get an answer to it. It's not like someday they're going to open up Area 51 for tours, you know? Even, unless, of course, the government shuts it down for one reason or another. And, but they're uh, building top-secret aircraft and military weapons there. That's all they're doing. Yeah, that's it. And, and it, it's important to keep that stuff a secret. Yeah, we don't want other countries getting a hold of that shit. And Dulcie and all those places, that's what they're doing. They're not, there's nothing, I mean, it's mysterious, obviously, but the mystery is that there is no real mystery. They're building top secret shit. Well, I'm sure they're building some mysterious shit or trying to build some mysterious shit. Listen, listen, the government's been involved in some fucking pretty wacky stuff. I mean, we've talked about, you know, the uh, uh, shit. What's, what was the mind control one? Uh, MK Ultra. MK Ultra. Why couldn't I fucking pull that one out tonight? Um, you know, and the acid experiments and all that mm-hmm. bullshit, the remote viewing, that's all been done. Right. So, I mean, it isn't like the government hasn't tried to do mysterious quote unquote things. And they're going to continue to try to do things that gives them an edge over some other country. Hell that's yeah. It. Hell yeah! And if they think it's gonna it's gonna further the cause, they're gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Or somebody's gonna push to do it. Whatever that cause may be. There's always somebody who wants to push the boundaries. Always. Okay. Well, what I mean, as a uh, as the number one country in the world, I mean, I think we should push the boundaries. No, no reaction. You said, that, you said that you said that kind of hesitantly there, Steve. <laughs> I just wanted to see Richard's reaction, and I didn't get one. Oh, well, America is pretty cool. Yeah, we rock. We are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. You won't hear any complaints from me. Who's your president again? <laughs> you did say you glorious, did, glorious <clears throat> of the people. You did. You did tell me that I'd clean up over in in England because. British women dig American guys. Yeah, you'd do all right. Sounds to me like you're doing all right anyway, so I don't know if it's worth relocating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the plane ticket over probably. <laughs> Which <Would> set you back. <laughs> yeah, you might as well just stay where you're at. Might as well just stay. Yeah. Yeah. Why, 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 why fucking go? You got to weigh the pros and cons of it, you know. I know, I know. There is the accent, though, Steve. You know, I've never been attracted to British women. I'm not saying they're bad-looking women. <laughs> oh, boy, here we go. <laughs> just haven't been attracted uh, to them. Oh, it's, it's the accent that actually drives me away. It ruins it for you? No, yeah, oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. If you find someone from, like, Essex or fucking Liverpool, then the accent is a massive turn-off. And maybe that's that's the ones I've seen. I don't know. But that's just me. 
I think it'd be beautiful, but I just can't stand the accent. I'm sorry. Now, I find the men over there have nice accents. Not that I did. Three weeks ago, he said he wanted 14-inch dick, and now he's saying the men have a treasure bag. How long are you, you going to live this lie, Steve? I'm secure in my manhood enough to... To say that some British men have a sexy accent, I, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I'm not attracted to it sexually. Okay. You just said sexy. Oh, that, wow. That's what sexual means. Oh. Well, for what it's worth, Richard, I, yours isn't that good. Thanks. Oh. I, that, that actually makes me feel a lot better. Thank you. Open, open mouth, insert foot. Holy shit. <laughs> The real mystery. We're going to work on getting sound bites from these shows, man. This is gems. Oh. It's all on YouTube. Yeah, every bit of it. When he referred to our fans as you people. <laughs> classic Steve moment. I'm riding this shit to fucking zero. Ah, shit. That's the real mystery right there. What's happened? How do we still have listeners? Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> it, is, it is one of those things you don't understand. I think the whole mystery of Area 51 is that there is no real mystery. We know what's going on. The, we mystery, just don't know the, the mystery is Steve's sexuality. No, we just don't know the details of what goes on there. But we Are know you, what is going on there. So you're pretty convinced by Earth shit. Well, yeah, I mean, give me one shred of verifiable evidence that it's anything other than Earth shit. We've got a lot of Earth shit evidence. It's come out of Area 51 over the years, the U-2, for example, you know. Come on, give me something that's not Earth shit that's verifiable. Well, they interviewed those guys from down the street that said that it was aliens. Bob well, Lazar said it was aliens. Bob Lazar never... Probably never was it. Area. I mean, he, maybe he was for something. I mean, he knew a little bit about the place, but not enough to copy repair man. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably the only ever any way he'd ever been on that base is if he was a copy repair man or something of that nature. And then they're going to hire somebody who's got clearances and all that shit. They're not going to hire Bob Lazar. Can you imagine that fucking going in to change some toner and there's like a dead alien some. <laughs> I am not supposed to see. <laughs> what I wouldn't give for some special effects gags in that moment. <laughs> Let's just put it this way. The disclosure. Has Doug Hudson, to... when we went out to Washington, had that fake alien body. And we were all hammered. All I can remember is Phil getting down on one knee and like checking the body out. We don't need any more of that story. I don't want to know what happened after that. <laughs> he felt it up. <laughs> he took it off into the bushes. I'm, I'm, I don't even disbelieve that. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I am the guy had a flask. He had a flask the size of a pillow. Okay. Like a couch pillow or a bed? Like, like a couch pillow. Soak that in for a minute. That fucking thing was huge. You're saying it wasn't so much a flask as it was a hot water bowl. Yeah, pretty much. That thing was insane. 
but yeah, I, I, I Doug brought that the the because he had the Bigfoot costume that we you know tried to do the recreation thing there um, to see if it had been somebody in a suit, uh, but uh, the the alien body thing fucking cracked me up. Phil, Phil, the only man I've ever seen fall down into a chair and I didn't think he was going to make it. Mm. That's impressive. I, I was like, he's done. And the minute I saw him go, I'm like, it's all, it's all over. He's going to fucking fall like he was right next to the fire and he fucking managed to land in that chair flawlessly. Well, he's an experienced alcoholic. Exactly. He's, doing. he's got plenty no of practice. <laughs> Nothing, you know. Got to be good. Yeah, at if I'm going into Area 51, I want a fake alien body to start throwing around somewhere. <laughs> I bet you, I bet you a hundred bucks if you go into some dude's office in there, he's got pictures of aliens and shit around just to be funny. One of them's fucking Fox Mulder. I want to believe. <laughs> I'm get, uh, you know, and I wouldn't be, I wouldn't put it past the government to have some sort of X Files type program, and I'm sure they have. They maybe did, still they do. Project Blue Book. Well, I mean, uh, more, yeah, extensive, that was more, more extensive. Yeah, Steve's talking like something that would be all-encompassing, not just UFOs. Sure. And I'm sure they do, or have, because they're just as interested in it as the public, because if it does exist, they can steal that technology and use it for their own benefit. I mean, that's what the government's all about when it comes to that sort of thing. Chubb says, let's take the VW bus to Area 51. Okay. Crash the gate. No, see, because that's where we'd lose the VW bus. <laughs> like the yeah, trip would end. No, actually, it would be an actual great desert vehicle because it's not. There's no water. Yeah. It's air cooled. Oh. Yeah. Uh huh. You could do well in the desert with a VW bus. I'm I'm learning today, Steve. Yes. Well, you knew that VWs were air cooled, right? No. You did not know that? Steve, I don't give a shit. <sighs> About your VW obsession. But they're air-cooled. Yeah, so? Oh, we have a question from the chat room. Holy Lord. Oh, no. I am not watching the chat tonight, just so you know. It's distracting. It's, uh, it's from a listener, and they say... So what about Ronald Reagan offering to share Star Wars with the Russians against a common foe? Was he suggesting there could be an extraterrestrial threat? No. No. Uh, yeah, no. Well, he may have. You know, he said if we faced a, a, a threat from, you know, beyond here. If. He didn't say there was. I mean, I think people read way too much into that statement. Yes. I thought you were going to go into a Ronald Reagan impersonation there. Yeah, I thought that. you were going to try it there. No. <clears throat> That's as far as I go. <laughs> no, I think it's all you get. I think he was just saying that we should be united as a people. Oh, and I yeah. think that was the whole... Well, close. You're getting there. I think that that was the whole meaning behind that statement. And of course, being the people that we are, are going to read more into it than it really was. Hmm. Now, Bill Clinton. The on the other hand, presidents say outlandish shit on occasions. 
unless really? you're, unless you're <laughs> in the current climate and then they say it like every fucking five minutes. <clears throat> no, you know, Bill Clinton really was into the whole you know, aliens and UFO type thing and he couldn't find anything, you know. Are all UFO sightings military vehicles? No, Gary. I don't believe that all UFO sightings are ne necessarily military vehicles. However, I do, yes, think that they are misidentification. Yes, I agree there. The, I think there's a lot of misidentification. I don't think that there is any... Like, I don't think that there's anything to say, yes, we have been visited by aliens. However, I don't think there's anything to say that, no, we have not. Well, I agree with that too. It's, it's it's possible. The possibility is there. I just don't see anything that says to me, "Yeah, this has definitely fucking happened." Now, I do believe that there's intelligent life somewhere else in the universe. I also think that there's you know life that's not intelligent yet out there in the universe. the The, the universe is vast. I mean, that's the thing that we take for granted all the time. It's above us every fucking day. And we we fail to look at it constantly. A lot of that has to do with light pollution. We don't see it quite as well. But it's it, there's a vast universe above your fucking head. The thing it about it goes on yeah. and on and on. The thing about that though is that we're the tiniest speck in that. I mean, we're so small. Compared to that, yeah. Have you, ever, have you ever seen that video where it kind of like zooms out, like yeah. the Milky Way, and the, and it says, "You are here." <laughs> well, here's, even in the Milky Way, we're. Small. Oh yeah, yeah. So even then, it would be a miracle that another civil, you know, an intelligent civilization would actually make it here. Yeah. And let. Let's say if the if space well I guess you know farther maybe than the Milky Way but if space had evolved at the same rate everywhere then they're not going to be as much and I tend to think if it would be artificial life or or yeah. it would be you know robotic life I don't know if artificial life's the quite quite the way to say it. Because I, because it I think it will be wind up being life. I think it's the next step. Well, I think that if anything's been here, it's some sort of probe type device that's out there searching for other, just like we will do someday in the future. Is send we already probes. have technically right, but I mean that go we're deeper in space and things like that. You know, obviously we're not going to find any other intelligent life in our solar system. You know, but beyond that, we may. But it would take, it's going to take some tons and tons of years for that to happen. And by the time it does happen, we're all going to be dead and gone. We won't know anyhow. But they will eventually. I mean, we will as a people. We want to be part of something bigger than what we are. That's why we have God and, and religions and things like that. Because Absolutely. We, we want that. We want to understand. Right. Or have some type of understanding. We want an explanation. So my guess is that other intelligent civilizations somewhere in the universe have done the same thing. You know, they've sent out probes. And, and if so if one has made it here, which is possible, I suppose, although the odds against it are way bigger than the odds for it, uh, you know, I, I suppose it's possible. I don't know. Mm. <clears throat> it is possible.
Because even even when we sent radio signals and you know and all that, I think they're doing laser beams now and stuff like that to attract another civilization. Where does it actually go? Into a vast darkness of space, and it has to be aimed. I would suspect perfectly just to hit that one potential, you know, inhabited planet somewhere. Hmm. It would be so scientifically almost impossible to know which planet to aim that at, too. If you even could find another. I know there are planets out there that they've identified as possible Earth-type planets. They're going to find more. Planets. But that doesn't mean Earth-like planets. They could be in the early stages of life, you know, or early stages of development. A or life just didn't develop there the way it mm -hmm. has here. You know, we don't know. But I, I do think that the more that they they're they're building bigger telescopes, you know, they're they're really, you know, looking into this. They're fascinated by this idea of understanding the planets based on how they how they see them as they pass in front of the sun or the star. Um, it, it, it they're going to find shit. It's going to happen. I mean, will it happen in our lifetime? I don't know. Probably, probably not. I mean, because people talk about disclosure and all this. There's nothing to disclose. That's why we haven't had it yet. You know, there's no. If I think that if the, the government would have to disclose it eventually. And it's been going on like 50, 60 years now since Roswell, whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think by now they we would find some shred of evidence that the government is hiding that stuff from us. And so far, I mean, I've read a lot of UFO documents and none of them really come close to disclosing that there's alien life out there. Mm. Maybe come close, but there's no real evidence that the government knows any more than we do as far as alien life goes. <coughs> yeah. And there's always going to be people speculating about it, even in the government, I'm sure. And so some of those documents that we've seen could be a speculation on that stuff, but they're not... Most of the documents that <clears throat> have been come forward that quote-unquote, prove aliens have visited here, like the MJ-12 documents. Those are all fake, you know? Yeah. So there's no evidence, nothing. What do you think about the new videos that came out recently from the Pentagon? I haven't seen them. You, you didn't see those ones that came out of the fighter pilots, like, freaking out because they saw the thing? and You didn't see no. all that shit? You definitely saw that. Come on. No. How long ago was this? It was a little bit ago now, but it just came up again recently. Okay. Now, I remember the Mexican Air Force pilots. That no, one, that no, was this a few is, years ago. No, this is... Uh, Richard, get the fuck in here. What? We have talked about that on the show, right? Yeah, I know we've talked about it last show. <clears throat> yeah. I and just haven't seen the videos. I, I find that hard to believe. I figured, you know... Uh, coming from you, that's all, because I know you're into that type of shit. So. Well, I think over time you get either you either become fascinated and start to have confirmation bias type ideas, or you get bored with the subject. You know, you get to the point where it's almost disgusting to watch these videos anymore. So I haven't watched a lot of Bigfoot or UFO or 
paranormal type videos lately. But because you're, you're the guy. You're the guy that ends up in a, like a rain, mangy old bathrobe with slippers with a thousand books on UFOs and Bigfoot. No, wearing fingerless gloves, tottering about your mansion. Granted, now me. it would all be green, like your bathrobe, and <laughs> you know, but we still think that that's you. Huh. Well, maybe I should work towards that goal then. I think you should. Good go to goal as any. I mean, fucking eBay selling and fucking Bigfoot UFO well, I do, searching. I do have the time now. Exactly. I think there you, you are. I think you just dedicate you need to some get time into it. it. You need to get your bathrobe, your fingerless gloves, your books, and you need to make these videos happen. No, I'll have to somebody link somebody link me to the videos and I'll watch them after the show. But huh? I'm gonna guess that I'm not gonna be all that impressed by them. Okay. No, they're pretty shit, but Yeah, because they all are. And is it actually released by the Pentagon? Yes. Okay. Well it says it is. So why would the Pentagon do something like that? I don't know. Why did the Pentagon allow us to find out about MK Ultra, Steve? Why so does the Pentagon do everything? Anything? Why did the government allow us to find out that Bill Clinton was getting his dick sucked under his desk? I don't know. I don't know why they do what they do. That was, you know, just... That's because, you know, hey, it felt good, Steve. I always go back to that, though. I always go back to Bill Clinton getting his dick sucked under his desk. Mm -hmm. as the fact that the government can't really cover up shit. It just doesn't happen. It, if there would be somebody on the other side of the fence, so some Republican would be against some Democrat, and it would come out, or some Democrat would be against some Republican, and it would eventually come out. They can't, they're not that good at keeping secrets. We know what goes on at places like Area 51. We don't know the details, but we know what goes on there. And it's not a secret what goes on there. It's just a secret how it goes that's all you want me on that base you need me on that base we shouldn't know about mk ultra we shouldn't know about the lsd experiments we shouldn't know about what the evergreen documents and all that stuff we shouldn't know about that as a, as a public we think we have the right to know but we shouldn't we shouldn't know that our government's a bunch of assholes like that you know but it comes out because people eventually drag it out people blab well, it's been quite a few years since Roswell. We know nothing more than we knew that day. Steve, it's a false flag operation. I thought we knew everything about Roswell. It was a weather balloon. It's a false flag operation. Ask was... Alex Jones. He'll tell you. Yeah. And if you can't trust Alex Jones, who can you trust? That's right. Who can this, you trust? Hubba, is, hubba, hubba. The thing is, they called it just a, an experimental weather balloon, which it was not. If, if you believe the government's story, which I tend to believe parts of it, most of it anyway, it was a high-altitude sonar or radar balloon to, to detect if the Soviets were coming over here. It makes perfect sense, you know? Okay. With a constant so, oh, but, our radar thing fell down. So they yeah, they couldn't say it. And, the, and it's easier to let people... Um, make up alien stories about it okay it's, it makes their job so much easier when we come up with shit like that hmm. they don't have to come up with an explanation then i barely come up with explanations now how many how many times does the government debunk their 
their own stuff as let's say roswell for example yeah they finally did uh, kind of debunk that one but any other time that somebody claims it's an alien thing does the government come out and say no 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 it was such and such even if it was even if what they're saying isn't true do they do that no they don't have to we're we're uh. making up such crazy stories about probably pretty common ordinary objects you know or maybe not so common yet still ordinary objects that are flying around in the sky. Now, I don't believe that everything is military, like Gary had asked, but most of, I'd say 99.9, .9, if not 100% of it's misidentification of something. We just, or something that we haven't seen before that the military is working on. That's it. I'd agree with that. Yeah. I mean, I don't see that there's any evidence to support anything other than that. Yeah, and, and what? Because what do we have? Zero. Oh, we have a bunch of fucking videos that could or could not be of something. Well, we did and a news it, story on a video the a couple of weeks ago, and it was some. It was a light in the sky. Well, big fucking deal. It was a light in the sky that could have been anything, and it could have been. It was moving around funny, but the guy's shaking the camera the whole time. You can't tell how it's moving. That kind of thing, mm -hmm. you know. And that's the evidence that we have to support UFOs. 99.99% of it is some shaky, crappy, bullshit video that could have been anything. I took a video of a Chinese lantern that looked like it disappeared in the sky, and I asked, is this a UFO? And I, I knew what it was because I'm the one who took the fucking video. And people said, that's exactly what I saw in such and such a place, and it was crazy and weird, and it was, it was a fucking Chinese lantern. Right. You know, so people will believe what they want to believe on this shit. I can't believe including, including us, including us. I, it wasn't a hoax. You, you've hoaxed, Steve. That's it. it Your credibility has gone to shit. I never you are now officially fake news. But the video is uh, still up on my channel. It's fake, it's fake news, Steve. Guess who? Who? Who figured it out? It was Phil Poling who figured it out. God, he figures everything out. That guy know. is like. The biggest douche on the planet. He's like Phil a, ruins he's everything. Like, he's like a savant when it comes to that stuff. Um, I'll be like, just look at it, this should be this should be a good video of a Bigfoot. Nope. <laughs> Thanks, Phil. This this could be a good video of a UFO. Nope. Thanks. Within Phil. thirty within thirty seconds, man in a suit, just a bush. <laughs> yeah, he knows. He knows. Fucking Chinese lantern. Phil Next. ruins more fun than <laughs> condoms. Next. <laughs> the thing is, even video evidence is shit in the first place. You video can be anything you want it to be. If if you know how to manipulate it, even slightly, you can make it. I knew what it was. It went behind a tree. It looked like it phased out because it had gone behind this tree, but you couldn't see the tree in the video because it was dark. So even when you enhance the video. And I made sure of that before I put it up, that even when you enhanced the video, you couldn't see that tree. I wanted it to be, look like it phased out, and it did. And so people were, I mean, that video got a ton of views, fast too. You know, it was just a fucking Chinese lantern. But, and even when it was debunked by Phil and myself, because I said, okay, it's a Chinese lantern, uh, people still wanted to believe that it was a UFO. Did they think that you'd been got to? I haven't gone and looked at the comments on that video in 
four or five years now, so I don't know. <laughs> but because yeah, because why, why would he take it down? I didn't take it down. It was making me money. <laughs> <laughs> That's back when YouTube actually gave you money. Yeah, no shit, right? Yeah. Back when I used to actually make money on the channel. But I'm just saying, even then, people will say, well, that's some sort of military experiment, or it's an alien craft, or it's a piece of paper with some fire inside of it. That's all that was. <laughs> you know, and so mysteries aren't necessarily all that mysterious. Yeah, sometimes they're not. And sometimes hey, people don't want to accept that. Right. And that's why we have these stories. People would rather it be something unexplainable and fantastical, right? Than some down-to-earth explanation like, "Okay, we're building this super secret spycraft so we can bomb the shit out of the Ukraine or some bullshit," you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. They should totally try. Trump would try that in a tweet. Better not mess with us, Ukraine. We've got super secret bombers in Area Fifty One. Here's a picture. LOL. <laughs> 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 wow it's not even funny because it's so true the thing the reason why we see these things sometimes is because just by looking at them we're just wondering how far we're <laughs> off from the go fuck yourself tweet <laughs> <laughs> uh, just by seeing these things we can't tell how they're made or what they're made out of or what makes them run and things like that so every once in a while if the military flies them in the air in regular airspace <clears throat> we're gonna we're not gonna know what it is you know just by looking at it and even some sort of aircraft technician guy won't know what is going on with it because he's never seen anything like that before so it doesn't bother them to fly them sometimes you know they have to to test them out mm -hmm. uh, I just I, I I don't know anymore I think the government's very good at putting out, or not putting out necessarily, although they are, but allowing disinformation to spread because it furthers their cause. Well, I just think there's too many people out there who are married to their theories on aliens. Right. And on, you know, what this is and what that is. And, you know... Like I said, like I said before, I and I watch ancient aliens all the time. Do I buy into their bullshit? No, I don't. I like the subject matter. I like the ancient civilizations. I like the, you know, the certain things that are presented. But I don't necessarily buy into the theories. You know, the ancient alien theories or whatever. Right. <clears throat> you know, but I. I, I all of this stuff is just people being married to their theory. You know, you've got uh, Stephen Greer with his bullshit and the fucking little baby alien thing, which isn't a baby alien. And then you've got, you know, uh, uh, fucking Giorgio Sucolos with his fucking ancient aliens bullshit. It's all ancient aliens. Although he'll say, oh, I just, I just have questions. Bullshit. You're, you're perpetuating the ancient alien theory. And that's fine if that's what you want to perpetuate. Like, I'm not shitting on you for that. I don't agree with it. But, you know, just stop trying to act like you're not. 
Well, I wouldn't shit on Giorgio Sikolos for that either. He's made a lot of money off of that over the years. Uh, he found a niche. He found yeah. a niche. He, expo he, he exploited it. Good for him. Good for him. And yeah. his hairdresser. <laughs> I don't think he has one. He, yeah. <laughs> he either keeps somebody in constant work or it's just a uh, wing it. Sikolos has got the, uh, the best job on earth. He sits down for half an hour in some TV studio, talks about ancient aliens for a few minutes, gets paid to do it, and then goes home. You know? Yeah. Childress, I think he just I'm with jumps you. his head in a pot of hair wax. Doesn't even do anything with it. I think that's what he does. Yeah. So, Area 51. <laughs> secret no, 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 no. Don't let him, don't even fucking let him out of that. Mm -hmm. yeah, Let him sit in that bag of shit for a second. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. No, no, I know what you were trying to say. I'll tell you what, I'll change my <laughs> mind. I'll change my mind about all this stuff if somebody gives me one piece, one piece, just one, of semi-solid, almost uh provable piece of information that and, actually and, comes close to proving that any of this stuff is real. And I wouldn't say that that Sukulos just ripped off Von Daniken. He no, perpetuated Von Daniken's theories. Right. And because Von Daniken's been right alongside him. Von Daniken's been on the show, has he not? Oh, yeah. So Ad, if, ad nauseum. Yeah, They've done a felt, whole, they did a whole show about Von Daniken. So if you felt somebody ripped you off, you probably wouldn't be on their show. Right. So, no, he doesn't rip them off. He's just expanding on the he's theory. Just, yeah, he's just perpetuating the theory. Yeah. The chariots of the gods. There were in chariots. Von Daniken's shit, too. <clears throat> well, no, hey, listen. Their ideas, to some degree, make some kind of sense. Let's be honest. If something comes from not from this world, it's extraterrestrial. Correct. You know, so if these things, you know, God, angels, whatever, you know, you want to call them as they're put forth to us in the good book. Uh, you want to call it that? Um, <clears throat> they could be considered extraterrestrials or alien to this planet. Mm hmm. So I don't I don't discount that. And you know, hey, again, they could be right. How the fuck do we know, Steve? Well, if let's just say if God and angels and the devil and all that stuff is real, is true, then you have to believe that there is some sort of ancient alien type influence on this earth. But you have to believe that that's true as well. Yeah. So and that's where the, all those stories came from, because every ancient culture had stories of things from the sky, people from the sky helping them out do things. I mean, and I've said many times, the thing that fascinates me more about it is the fact that every time they start digging shit up or finding new shit, it pushes back human civilization. Yeah. You know, Gobekli Tepe. I will go back to Gobekli Tepe fucking every time. They're, they've they've only un dug up a fraction of that complex, and it has pushed back the civilization of man 
by thousands of years. And then, you know, they'll sit there and they'll say, oh, these are just, you know, hunter-gatherers that built this and carved all these insanely huge stones. And, uh, no. Well, I think the rise of human civilization goes back farther than what we could have ever imagined because we have our set ideas of when it, we how think, it originated. We think we're the pinnacle. That's the problem. Right. And I'm not saying that they had you know, technology that they had fucking iPhones and iPads and all that bullshit, you know, but they had some type of technology and they understood the stars far better than we do. Right. I don't understand how I'm not saying it's ancient aliens. I'm not saying it's not. Well, what, what did they have to do at night? Except look at the stars and try to figure them out. Right. You know, I mean, maybe there was some like dude light pollution that you couldn't you know, big cities where you couldn't see the sky because all the light and all that, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And maybe, it's, you know, just dudes just sitting there watching the sky. They figured it out. You know, it was probably more of a spiritual experience for them than a science experiment or a science experience. Because absolutely. If you look, it. if you look at how they, they interpreted it and how they used it. Absolutely. They based everything around it. That's why we have stories of gods and things like that, because that was their explanation of how this stuff came to be. But I'd love for there to be aliens. Sure. You know, that'd be fucking great. You know, there's a fucking alien visit. But I think, again, I also think if aliens visit, like, who's to say they won't want to take the fuck over? Oh, they'd wipe us out if they if they wanted to. If they have, I've said it a million times. If they have the technology to get here, they have the technology to exterminate us and they I mean, probably why, would why would they bother enslaving us what's in it for them maybe they're uh, they enslave planets and use all the resources and who knows who the fuck no, knows? i i think they would look at us more like we look at a uh, cat or a dog or a lion or a bear you know they wouldn't they wouldn't look at us as equals or slaves because to us we would be so to them, we would be so, uh, we would be almost animal-like because we're not as unimpressive. Unimpressive, yeah, very unimpressive. Yep. So, I, I, I just, you know, I wonder if that's even occurred. But if it has, eh, just think it's it's moot. Mm-hmm. Like it'd be it'd be interesting. I do think there is life out there. I do think that we will, quote unquote, discover it. I don't think that we'll, you know, uh, um, shake hands. I think that eventually we're going to be able to tell. You know, here, here's a planet out here. Yes, it has life. I think that's kind of where we're headed right now. I think if step. if anything, you know, like we were talking about earlier, we'll we'll send out a probe or whatever. You know, or an alien probe will reach here. I don't think it will be them. I mean, it's very possible that that type of space travel could occur, but as of right now, I don't see it. I'm sure they're working on it at Area 51, though. Uh, Well, yeah, they work on everything there. Steve, it's it's an amazing place. It's like fucking the chocolate factory. Mm. Willy, Willy Wonka's place. They got that was impressive. Oh yeah, 
Yeah. So I think I've heard somewhere that the chocolate factory was based on Area 51, actually. As it should have been. It just made into it like a children's story. Yeah, why not? But all those things are real. Impossible. If you I just think, imagine. That's right. <laughs> Come with me. And are we talking about the original movie or in the, the world the of pure imagine? Uh, fucking the original. Yeah, Don't give me that new Johnny Depp bullshit. What was he thinking? Oh God! About the money. Give me, Gene, <laughs> give me Gene Wilder. He's got to build up the resources for his inevitable divorce with that gold digger. The only, the only Willy Wonka is Gene Wilder. I don't think there ever will be another real Willy Wonka, or whatever. Yeah, there could be a new Charlie though. Anybody could play that role, eh. but nobody plays Willy Wonka like Gene Wilder did. There's only Gene Wilder in my book. Yeah. That's all there is. So, Steve, do you have any news? Yes. You do? That's great. And it's very like, oh, I didn't play a news theme, so I'll have to depend on the old one. No. No. <laughs> no. No. I can't do it. I no. Can't. No. I can't. News theme. I can't anymore. No. All right, sorry, Richard, you're fired. All right, from Bustle. I said you're fired, Richard. Unfortunately, that was the best part of the whole show. Paranormal experiences could be explained by this common sleep disorder. If you've ever experienced a scary experience in the middle of experienced a scary experience, who writes this shit? <laughs> if you've ever experienced a scary experience in the middle of the night that felt more paranormal than not, there might be a scientific explanation. According Ooh. to new research, nighttime paranormal experiences only nighttime ones, though, apparently. Could be explained by one of two sleep disorders. Are you ready for what they are? Oh, hit me, Steve. One is called sleep paralysis or exploding head syndrome. <laughs> what? Yeah, exploding head syndrome. Is this is this like spontaneous human combustion? I don't know. They both have frightening names, but they're actually fairly common sleep disorders. Don't tell Matt. Oh, okay. According to research published in the journal Sleep Medicine Review, exploding head syndrome is characterized by the perception of abrupt loud noises when going to sleep or waking up. While exploding head syndrome involves hearing unexplained noises, the other sleep disorder, sleep par par paralysis, can sure. also... In yes can induce feelings of being haunted. The difference is that people who suffer from sleep paralysis wake up unable to move or speak and often sense a presence in the room. Yes, it makes you record sounds that aren't there and go, what was that? Huh? Wait, over what? the, over the centuries, century, symptoms of sleep paralysis... Something just touched me. Sleep paralysis have been described in many ways and often attributed to an evil presence unseen night demons in ancient times, 
the old hag in Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet, and alien abductors. WebMD reported, almost every culture throughout history has had stories of shadowy eagle creatures that terrify helpless humans at night. Hmm. Perhaps this is why most creepy things that happen in horror movies seem to take place at night. If you suffer from both sleep paralysis and exploding head syndrome, it's not hard to understand why going to bed might induce feelings of fear, especially because no matter where you go, the ghost seems to come with you. Mm. So, exploding head syndrome. I've never even heard of that one. That's pretty cool. Speaking of horror movies, Steve, have you seen A Quiet Place yet? No. You didn't even have to finish the title of the movie, and I was going to say no. Of course not. Why not? It's a good, Steve, it's a good movie. It made me cry a little. It is a good movie. My wife's probably seen it. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. It made me cry a little. Is it like on Netflix or something? No. No, Steve. It's not on Netflix. Something I actually have to leave the house to go watch? Well, I don't know if it's still in the theater, Steve, but you know, you may be able to purchase it on demand or or get it on, you know, rented or very shortly. Um, do they still I, I make? I recommend that you watch it. It's a good movie. Do they still make DVDs? I do believe they do, Steve. Yeah, I don't know. I think they do. I've seen them in the five dollar bin at Walmart. Okay. From the mirror, this one's cool. Uh, this is a creepy video that you guys can't see because we don't have video on our show. Uh, that's what we suck, Steve. Yeah. Mystery of ghosts seen standing over a boy who's five years old is solved after mom shares. After Phil footage. took a look at it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> if it says Phil pulling in this thing. <laughs> An eerie figure which appeared to follow a five-year-old boy on a bicycle in spooky footage captured by his scared mom was actually... Are you ready? A security guard. MK and, Davis <laughs> thought it was a Bigfoot. And not the ghost of a pensioner as suggested on social media. Louise Lenton's mobile phone clip of her son caused a stir online when she noticed what looked like a woman watching from a first floor window of Oldway Mansion in Pageton? Pageton? Pageton. You got me. Yeah, Devon. Devon? Devon. Sure. The British guy isn't chiming in with these British names. I don't know. It looks like a lady with her hair in a bun with white cuffs around her hands. Louise said at the time, or Louise said at the time, sorry, <laughs> she <laughs> informed Torbay Council of the Spectre. But a security guard at the county courthouse has now claimed he was indeed the figure. It wasn't a woman. There was no bun. And he was just doing his job. <laughs> It was a man. It was a man. <sighs> see, we see what we want to see. I know. You don't have to tell me, Steve. You're preaching Ooh. to the choir, buddy. We got a UFO story. Ooh. This is from CBS News. I bet it's not a UFO. UFO? UFO? Am I supposed to say it that way now? UFO? UFO. UFO. Sounds Ooh. more exotic. It doesn't work for me. I just want yeah, to say that right I now. like UFO. I like it spelled out as it should be. All right. Earlier this month, people near Memphis, Tennessee, spotted an odd formation in the sky after a storm. It was an ominous cylindrical mass that some likened to a UFO or UFO, according to Richard. The mysterious sight promoted at least one person. <laughs> it was just bad. <laughs> one person yeah. just snapped photos. Yeah, it was. 
Oofo. Just try to fucking shoot yourself. I think it was kind of awesome. So I'm just going to leave that there. One person took some pictures of what this UFO-like image, uh, wondering what this UFO-like image might be. Kobe Hutton saw the mass in the sky over Adamsville, Tennessee, as he was driving over a bridge. His mom, Angie Hutton, told CBS News. Angie shared her son's photo on Facebook, hoping someone could help them identify what it was. Uh, a local news station looked into the case. It wasn't a UFO, unfortunately. And despite oh. its appearance, it has nothing to do with aliens at all. It's a roll cloud, the National Weather Service explained. The rare cloud formations are low, horizontal, tube-shaped Arcus clouds associated with a thunderstorm gust front, or sometimes a cold front, the NWS said. See, the NWS, just like para breakdown. And are they anything like NWA? No. Ruins it all. All right. And contrary to what you believe, Chris, this next news story will shoot down your theories. Oh boy. This is from the Express. Alien life shock claim. Humans are the only advanced civilization out there in space. Fuck off. Humans could be the only intelligent species in the observable universe, scientists have claimed, dashing hopes of all UFO hunters. It's <laughs> <laughs> <She's> so awesome. <laughs> it's just the best thing ever. Uh, is it really? Uh, yes, it is. <sighs> a recent study published by a team of international scientists analyzed the Fermi, Fermi? Is that how that's pronounced? Fermi paradox for Fermi or whatever his name was. The so-called paradox addresses the imbalance between the probability of alien life in space and the lack of evidence for its existence. And scientists now think there is a 30% chance we are alone in our home galaxy, the Milky Way. Bastards. The study titled Dissolving the Fermi Paradox claims extraterrestrial life in space could be less advanced than on Earth or simply no longer exist. Dr. Anders Sandberg of Oxford University told Universe Today, one can answer the Fermi Paradox by saying intelligence is very rare, but then it needs to be tremendously rare. Another possibility is that the intelligence doesn't last very long, but it is enough that one civilization survives for it to become visible. Attempts at explaining it uh, by having all intelligence acting the same way, staying quiet, avoiding contact with us, transcending, fail since they require every individual belonging to every society and every civilization to behave the same way. Uh, so the famous Drake equation proposed by astronomer, astronomer Frank Drake in the 1960s purports that the sheer size of the cosmos should yield a great number of alien civilizations, which is what you subscribe to, I believe, Chris. The sure. mathematical equation factors in star formation rates, the number of hospitable planets, and how far communicable signals need to travel through space, among other things. But Dr. Sandberg and his colleagues, Eric Drexler and Toby Ord, what a name, Toby Ord, uh, broke That's the equation down. Yeah, it's a cool name, actually. Uh, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Kind of reminds me of something you'd see in, like, Dungeons & Dragons or something. Toby Ord. Yeah. Or Star, Star Wars. 
Star Star Wars type name. Toby Dash Ord would be the way you would spell it out. Uh, Dr. Sandberg and his colleagues, Eric and Toby, broke down the equation to incorporate new elements such as the chemical origins of life and which Warren roots. The uh, scientists argued that the equation is full of uncertainties is is open to bias. So I don't buy that. I believe it the Drake equation is correct. Mm. Yep. That's my thing. All right, fellas, that is the news. Where where did we find him? Oh, he came into our chat room one day, started spouting off some weird, crazy shit, so we invited him on the show. <sighs> Pretty sure that's how that went down. That is not how it happened. <laughs> I used to be the show's super fan, and me and Chris got to talking, and I ended up on the show. Same thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Anybody heard from John Teeter? Actually, he sent me a friend request on Facebook. He did? It may have been... I Actually, he sent me a message request or, or added me to Messenger or some bullshit. He wants to talk and, to uh, you. Well, this was... It may have been prior to us actually interviewing him. Hmm. But I never accepted it. Oh. <laughs> because, you know, why would I? Yeah. It's why not the you? real John Teeter. It's just the make-believe one. Yeah. Now, if the real John Teeter wants to friend request me on Please Facebook, stand up. Yes. Then I will accept. Until then, sc screw you, John Teeter, too. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, this has been the 40 and Slip, episode 31. I'm not even going to bother to say the fucking name again. Just because of Richard. He's ruined it for everybody. Well, I feel like this shit. It's not a. It's it was not a terrible friggin' top. A, a terrible. No, it was title. genius. It was genius. Sheer genius. Yeah. Well, that's me told. Which yeah. is better than regular genius? Yes. If you like this shit, hit the little thumbs up button. If you don't, hit the little thumbs down button. Leave a comment. Subscribe. Check out mattnap at youtube.com forward slash. Bigfoot Crossroads. Check out Phil Poling at youtube.com forward slash para breakdown. Check out Richard's comic strip, Bigfoot with Keith and Colin on Facebook. <clears throat> you can check out Steve if you'd like, but I don't suggest it. Most people do. Um, you can check out Dreadfun at youtube.com forward slash Dreadfun and Dreadfun.com. He's been going to a lot of conventions lately and putting out some great artwork. Um, I wish Fred all the best success. He did some amazing artwork for our channel. And uh, if you have not checked out his YouTube channel, please do. Spend what some time. What are you waiting for? Spend some time. Watch some of his videos. The man is amazing. His artwork is just fucking it's incredible. He does some great shit. So check it out. Um, and we will be back next week. Hopefully with something at least a bit more interesting than 
tonight? No. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. You you think you think that's aiming a little too high, do you? I think so. I think <laughs> I think so, yeah. Yeah. 